How's it going, guys? Welcome to the WMCA Student News Podcast. I'm Jake, your host, and my co-host today is... Troy Carmichael. We are... Um, our guest today is Senora Hayes. Just kind of, this is almost like a little bit of a get to know you podcast. Get to know your favorite Spanish teacher, Senor yeah. Hayes. <laughs> learn you, about you. some of the stuff you did in your life. So, we'd like to start it off with a, um, an icebreaker just to kind of get to know you. Okay. So, I want to know what are the three things you would bring to a desert island? Mm. If you can only bring three things, what are the three things that you'd bring? I would bring my Bible first and foremost. There you mm. go. Water. Water, smart. Mm. And I would probably bring flint. Flint, for fire. start a oh, fire. Yeah. Those, are, those are the best answers I've heard yet. Uh, yet. I've heard, like, you. a boat or just, like, random <laughs> stuff with no gas or anything. Well, what just do with a boat think? on, on yeah. islands? Yeah, yeah you need know, to have survivor skills. Yeah, surviving stuff. All right, so we just we can kind of start from the beginning. We just want to hear your background, kind of how you got to Metrolina, just kind of your backstory, how, okay. how life was before we know you today. Before the big MCA? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I was born and raised in New York City, first Mm. generation out of the island of Puerto Rico. Mm. And, um, you know, my intention was never to be a teacher, I'm going to be honest with Mm -hmm. you. I was always uh, very much passionate about law enforcement. And as growing up in high school, that was my whole thing. I just wanted to be an officer, either a state trooper or a city police officer. But straight out of high school, I didn't really have too much direction, so I decided to go in the military. And it was it was good, you know, I have no regrets. I served my country and that's always been a priority for mm-hmm. me. But, you know, I became a mother and I had to go away a lot and it was becoming- Harder and harder. Harder and harder on yeah. my daughter and, and it just didn't work out. So yeah. I decided to, Appreciate you know, teaching. I decided yeah. to hang up my combat boots <laughs> And nice. and um, move on to other things. How many years did you serve? I served a total of five years. Right. There was a little break in between there mm-hmm. for you know having my daughter, but yeah, it was a great experience. Yeah. I, I recommend it to anyone. Nice. And what did, what did you serve? What what? I it? served a, on a mass unit, which is a mobile army surgical hospital, oh. and um, I was not able to go to combat, but I did get a lot of experience mm-hmm. that helped me to you know expand the knowledge that I have now. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of for people that haven't had you in your class or mm-hmm. what or just haven't seen you around school or mm-hmm. been blessed to talk to you, Thank you. what are the what do, what do you teach? What are some things you do? What okay. are you known for? Well, I let me just begin by saying that I truly believe that this is a position where the Lord had intended me to be because mm-hmm. like I said, you know, I've worked in the probation office, I've done I worked in law offices, and and I never had the intentions to be a teacher, but God, you know, his way is the way, and he put me here. I was teaching at another school prior to this. I taught there for about two years, and I learned, not learned, excuse me, I taught Spanish, and I learned a lot as well Mm -hmm. by teaching, and then I had the blessing to be called to come in to Metrolina about six years ago as a sub and I was only supposed to be here mm-hmm. from January to June. Wow. And um, it, it just, it just escalated from job. there. Nice. Yeah. And I love it. I yeah. love it. It's awesome. Yeah. So you teach, what do you teach now? What well, Spanish now class? I teach middle school Spanish, nice. which is an introduction to the Spanish culture. Yeah. And seventh grade, I start teaching grammar. Eighth grade honors, I teach high school Spanish. And gotcha. I also, because God has a sense of humor, 
I also teach criminal justice, oh, which is one nice. of my passions. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. The perfect candidate at Metro Rhino for it. Thank you. Nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So does that, you've been teaching for eight years? Eight years total, right? yes. So you said you are from New York City. How was life growing up in New York City compared to Charlotte? <laughs> I know it's different. Well, but that's an oxymoron right there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The two cities. But yeah, no, New York is uh, New York. And, you know, I still love going to the city. I love the food. I like the changes of the seasons. Yeah. And I like the fashion and the hustle and bustle. But as you get older, things start to change and you're not about that life. So I love living in North Carolina. I really, we have some crazy weather here with the extremes, but. It'll be, it was 20 degrees and there was seven degrees today. You never know. One day you're wearing flip flops and the next day you're wearing boots. Yeah. But, and I love the scenery here, Mm -hmm. the greenery, the uh, the, the beach and the mountains. Yes. So it's become it's become my second home, mm-hmm. and I do get back to New York every now and then. But yeah. you know, I do what I do there. I enjoy it for a few days, but then I come back. In New York, like mm-hmm. you know, I, I know in the '90s, like the rap scene was uh, '80s huge. 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, who were like the big like like celebrities in New York, like? At like the time? big culture, like around that time. Well, you know, in the 80s, that's when hip hop came into the scene. Mm-hmm. And it was the Sugar Hill Gang and all these old school rappers, Big yeah. Daddy Kane and all that. And break dancing was a big thing in the street. Yep. And it was it was normal to see that on every day on the subway, on the st- sidewalks. Seeing people break to dancing. Seeing people break dancing, mm-hmm. rapping. Because, you know, rapping basically uh, revolutionized music. It completely yeah. changed mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And of course, you know, praise the Lord, I, I listen to more godly music now. But at that time, that was what, yeah. you, you know, what your environment. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So when did you, how did you end up in North Carolina and when did you go from New York to North well, Carolina? Well, in the military, I lived in Washington State for three years. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. then um, that was really far. Yeah. Beautiful mm-hmm. state, oh, but my extremely gosh, I've been far there. from everything. Rainy, though. Oh, rainy. every day, every day. Every day, every day. rains. So... I lived in Florida for a bunch of years, too. Then I was in Connecticut for 20 years. Wow. And I decided, okay, I'm done with the snow. Yeah. (laughs) So I I called up my husband one day, and I said, babe, I think it's time for us to head south. Nice. But this New Yorker will only go as far south as Charlotte. (laughs) (laughs) And no offense to anybody, but I just, Mm -hmm. I don't like extreme heat. And the humidity. Yes, it's too much. Yeah, the humidity. And plus down south is hurricanes and stuff like that. And buggy. Yeah, my my parents were in Miami for 40 years, and they Mm. experienced, like, Two hurricanes like, oh, every absolutely. year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. this it, was as far south, and it was a really good fit for me. It perfect. really worked well. So, what are so? Let's just. I just want to know a little bit more mm-hmm. about you. So we mm-hmm. heard about your teaching. Mm-hmm. What are some things you enjoy doing outside of school? Outside of school, well, I became a grandmother for the first time. Congratulations! Uh, yep. About two months ago. So wow. I'm in, I'm in love with my granddaughter. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah, it's awesome. But yeah. you know, I love reading my Bible. I like being with my husband, hanging mm-hmm. out. And, um, of course, going to church and serving the Lord. But, you know, I do. I like shooting. Shooting, yeah. Yeah, I love shooting. Yes, I like shooting. I like, you know, walking outside, Mm -hmm. taking long walks, hiking. Just being on the outdoors. And I I like, you know, the fact is that because you're in school all day and you're surrounded by people, I like to be just chilling when I get get out of work. Less concrete around everywhere. Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hate being surrounded by concrete. Yeah. I All like day long. Like trees yeah. and so I like to be outside and yeah. I like to just chillax and, and yeah. take it easy. I have to ask, what guns do you shoot? Like, what's your... What well, you 45 mm-hmm. and the 22. Nice. But we're going to be going to a gun class pretty soon here next month. Nice. And, mm-hmm. You know, and it's solely for, for protection, yeah, of obviously. Course. But, um, yeah. And recreation. It is yeah. really fun to shoot. It is. If you've never it shot, is. I'm not saying go buy a it gun is. to shoot, but, but it, it's it is fun. costly. It is costly. But it is, it's a great pastime. Let's yeah. just put it that yeah. way. Well, 22 M was, like, dirt cheap right now. 9 mm-hmm. millimeter, though, is... Nine, yeah, it's, 45, it's 9 millimeter, yeah. it's expensive. Very expensive. But um, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Maybe keep give up the Starbucks. Then. <laughs> <laughs> give, give up a couple Starbucks drinks for 50, yes, 50 rounds of 9 millimeter. So mm-hmm. after you finish high school, mm-hmm. like, where did you go to college and, like, where did you, like, start, like, getting into, like, going into, like, a job? Like Okay. So after I finished high school, like I said, I went in the military. Mm-hmm. I didn't pursue my uh, academia at that time. But afterwards, after a few years, I decided it was time for me to go back to school. So I got my associate's degree in Connecticut in criminology. And then I got my BA here at UNCC, and which has a great criminology department. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot there. It was very, uh, very well done. I did a internship. I've, I've done a couple of internships, some in prison, some in um, the uh, probation office. And it was really informative it just taught me a lot and and god knows exactly what you need and when you need it Mm -hmm. and he knew that i needed to take in that information at that time because i would be using it as a teacher yeah and now so it it helps me to educate students in that field would you say you enjoy teaching spanish or criminal justice more no there's they're they're equal to they're equal they're They're equal equal. right especially i'm going to tell you guys we got a letter of the spanish department which is mrs monzo and mrs edenfield and myself, we got a letter from one of the students that we had that we each had the opportunity to teach. And she's in the university and, and she wrote us a letter thanking us because she was so far advanced in her Spanish compared to her other peers. peers. Yeah. And she just said, you know, thank you for teaching me what you did and that I've been able to hang on to that and use it in, in my future academia. Okay, so being in the military for five years, mm-hmm. you have to have some crazy or funny <laughs> stories. Can we hear any off the top of your head that would be, um, be willing see. to share? Well, one of the things that I really enjoyed about the military was the structure, because I'm borderline OCD, and <laughs> I like things to be a certain way, yeah. and I love that discipline. Mm-hmm. And I took that discipline with me as a parent, as yeah. a wife, and yeah. as, a, as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I have a type A personality. <clears throat> so I need I need structure. I yeah. need that. And so I learned I learned how to, you know, shoot my weapon. I learned <laughs> how to defend myself. Yeah. And I learned a lot of uh hand to hand combat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that. I really like to be um protective of myself and the and the ones around me. Yeah. So yeah, I learned a, I learned a lot with them. I was able to do a little bit of traveling. I never went abroad, but I and I met so many fantastic yeah. people. You know what they call lifers, the people who do their lifetime of career is in the military, and yeah. they had mm-hmm. you know great stories to share with me, and it was very interesting. Yeah. I, I would recommend it to anyone yeah. to serve their country. Well, it's an honor for it is. It really is. Yeah. So you said you worked at a math tent. MASH. MASH. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what does that entail? What does that involve? Well, basically that is is if you're out in combat, is a mobile army surgical hospital. So mm-hmm. basically it's in a hospital but out on the field. Yeah, that you can mm-hmm. set up and tear right, down. And and yeah. you ta- right, exactly. So 
it was it was really good and like i said i was blessed not having to be in combat but yeah. you were ready for it yeah mm-hmm. you're ready for it if it needed to happen mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. yeah so like anytime someone comes in with their arm off or like crazy stuff like that or did you have bleeding any, you know there's also uh, hand grenades that go off on yeah, people's yeah. hands and, yeah, that's and crazy. you know things like that but we're yeah. not going to get into that yeah. <laughs> you have to have a strong stomach yes you do yeah. so how do you think it's hard with Spanish to bring the Bible into it because it's in a different language, like through your curriculum? Do you, th- do you, do you think it's harder to do that because it's in a different language or no? How does that? No, I, I find it easy. I find it, it's not difficult for mm-hmm. me. And I, what I do is I take advantage of it. For example, if I'm teaching colors, I teach them, you know, who created the colors? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what would the world be like if God didn't give us color? Yeah. And mm-hmm. if I teach numbers and how God knows every hair on your head and he knows every number and he knows mm-hmm. everything. So I try to take every subject that we learn and implement into the Bible. And it's received very well by the students. One of my favorite lessons to teach is how we got languages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it teaches the children God's compassion, but also that the things that we do brings consequences. Mm -hmm. Did you originally know Spanish, like, from you were young, or did you, like, pick it up, like, later? Yeah, like I said, we're first generation born out of the island, but I spoke broken Spanish, (laughs) what they call Spanglish. Yeah. And it was bad. So when I went to school, I minored in Spanish. Nice. So I was able to learn it correctly. Yeah. And just because mm-hmm. you speak Spanish doesn't, doesn't mean you mo- know. that you yeah. can read yeah. and write it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my Spanish was very broken. Yeah, I've up. had a lot of friends who were, like, very fluent in Spanish, and they talk to their parents and mm-hmm. stuff. But then, like, they get in the class, and like, I don't know how to conjugate a verb. I, exactly. just, I just know in my head what Ex- to do. Exactly. And yeah. that's, a, uh, that's a misperception of yeah. a lot of people that they believe, oh, you speak the language, this should be easy for yeah. you, but that's not the no, case. No, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot more into it. Mm-hmm. So what would you say for maybe any new students coming that are listening to it coming into your class? Mm-hmm. What do you think, what would you say some things to look forward to? I remember always... Which class? You mean Spanish? Yeah, or? Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. And or criminal justice. Okay, or this is what I would say. I know that my kids struggle. Oh, you know, Mrs. Hayes, I'm never going to use this. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do I need this for? But every adult that I meet, oh, Mrs. Hayes, what do you teach? I teach Spanish. Oh, wow. You know, I took Spanish in high school for three years. I did nothing with it, and now I regret it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they don't understand that language will open the door for you for a whole new world. Thousands upon thousands of people. Not only for your academic, Mm -hmm. um, you know, for your benefit of academic, but traveling, Mm -hmm. food, music, sports, conversation with other people, and most importantly, sharing the gospel. And when you go for that job, you know, they're going to give you that job versus the one that doesn't speak the language. And it Yes, and you make more money. And it just, it it is such a benefit. And I'm trying very hard to get that across to the students. Mm -hmm. Don't give up. Stick with it. Yeah. And you might, your pronunciation might not be perfect, but who cares? Yeah. Just keep trying. Keep trying. Keep learning. Yes, absolutely. And take it all in. Take it all in. Take advantage of what you're learning and use it later on in life. I remember people would always be embarrassed trying to pronounce stuff in class, but you were always Mm -hmm. like, just give it a go. Yes, say it. Like you're never going to be able to learn if you don't give it a go. And one of the things that I forbid in my classroom is when students say, I can't. Yeah. Because as long as you say, I can't, you never will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have to try. So I remember... I, I took how many years did I take your class? At I least feel two like or three. Two or three. I mm-hmm. I, 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 I love that class. Six or eight, yeah. Did, uh, did you have Miss Hayes too? Yeah, I had oh, yeah. Six, six, 
in seventh, I'd say. Yeah, but Troy was much, much shorter then. <laughs> <laughs> Grown a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big guy, yes. yeah. That's nice. So I remember one of my favorite parts of the class was named that thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, I haven't played that in a really? long time. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Keep I remember that out. every day in class. So <laughs> for anybody <laughs> that might be going into her class, just know. Ask her, hey, can we play Name That Thing? And maybe yes. everyone's from all, you'll get lucky. Yeah, I haven't played it. it in about two years. Two years? Yes, you got to bring that back for them. I do, I really it. do, because the kids, yeah. the only thing is I have to do it in a room that's not so overcrowded. Yeah. It's got to be a little less It's got to be students. a little less. Was it, have you, like, ever, like, would you ever want to teach a different subject? Is there anything else that ever, The only like, thing I would love to teach is Bible. Bible. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's it. Uh, you know, the history and the math and mm-hmm. everything I think is phenomenal, mm-hmm. but it's not my forte. Yeah, yeah. I think Bible, criminal justice, and, and Spanish Would is... Would be your three. That's, those yeah. are my three top ten. Um, have you always been a practicing Christian since you were young? Or No, I got saved when I was 29. Wow. 29. And I got saved by this woman by the name of Margaret. She shared the gospel with me. Now, the funny thing about that is my family in Puerto Rico, especially my grandmother and grandfather and all that, they were... Uh, Christians. Christians. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, they never shared the gospel with me oh, wow. when I was growing up. And I don't know if they assumed I was saved or yeah. they, I don't, I don't know what it was. But anyways, I did not understand completely the whole premise of the cross. Yeah. And once I got saved, that knowledge came to me through the Holy Spirit that mm-hmm. I was able to comprehend. This is why Christ died on the cross. Wow. Oh. You know, because yeah. you can see it, yeah. but that doesn't mean you understand. You understand. It. Yeah. yeah, that's what I worry about a lot at Metrolina. Like the people who have been in vacation Bible school mm-hmm. since they were young, mm-hmm. and like they know all the right things to right. say, but do right. they actually have that faith and have Amen. the connection? Yeah, that's, that's what, yeah. absolutely. And that was one of the things I struggled with for a long time too. Yeah. With my parents going to church, it was a lot hard just to like almost have the separation of faith. Do you have any advice for like people out there who are like they're new to Christianity and they want to spread the gospel? But they don't want. They want to do it in a loving way, and they don't want to like force people into it. Like, what is your advice for like people who like want to like spread the gospel in Absolutely. a loving way? What I would what I would like to say is, read your Bible first, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit will guide you. And yeah. remember that it's not about you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not here to get the glory. It's to mm-hmm. give God the glory. Sure Share the gospel, and remember that in the Book of Matthews, it also says that He will knock. But that doesn't mean that people are going to open. Yeah. And don't take it as a defeat or that you're not doing it correctly. You share, you plant the mustard seed, you let the Holy Spirit do the watering. That's good. And, like, I've had people, like, especially, so I go to the youth group here. Mm-hmm. Like, I've asked people 15 times, mm-hmm. but then you always have to try again because right, maybe on that right. 16th time they say yes. Right. Yeah. So, like, if you just give up after one go every time, mm-hmm. maybe it would only take one more, one more ask, one more try, one more go. So... I feel like one thing that's um, overlooked a lot is having a relationship with a person. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't have a relationship with a person, you kind of try to force it upon them. Yes. A lot of the times they will shut down and put up a wall. But yeah. if you are comfortable with the person and you understand them mm-hmm. and they, they have a trust in you, then I, th- I feel like it's a Absolutely. lot more successful. And it, more it, it's easier for them to accept what you're saying when yeah. you do have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. What would you say the best part and the worst part about teaching Spanish is? Here. The worst part for me would be when I run into students that don't care. Yeah. It hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. They're not interested. The yeah. best part about it is when the kids yell at me, Hola, Senora Hayes, <laughs> in the hallway. Yeah. That just tickles my heart. Mm-hmm. And they try, Hola, como estas? You know, they try to talk to talk, me. Talk, have a conversation. Yeah. That yeah. to me is like, wow. 
thank God, you know, I did that. Yeah, you gave them that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I planted that seed. For, that little yeah. seed mm-hmm. in them, and they're trying. And yeah. you can see how excited they get when they get it right. You yeah. know, that's, yeah. that to me is a blessing. Yeah. And the same same thing for criminal justice. What's the hardest part or the worst part, and then the easiest and okay. Best well, part? the hardest part for criminal justice is, you know, there's a lot of ugliness to it yeah. because it's about sin. Yeah. So I, I try to teach the class. Um, I wouldn't say I sugarcoat it. I just dumb it down a little bit or, yeah, yeah. or just water yeah. it down, if mm-hmm. you will. The best thing about the class is every student I've had so far, I think this is my third year teaching it. I might be wrong. It might be two. But in any case, they love the class. And I'm going to tell you guys, I started with seven students. Mm-hmm. My current curriculum has 21. Wow. That's and cool. um, they are... They're just amazed. And every day when they go in, they're interested. They want to know what's going on, what's in the news, what's this, mm-hmm. why does this happen. But I also premise it with the foundation of the sin, which came through Adam and Eve. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. why we have a criminal justice yeah. system, that's because we we're broken. To. I've had the privilege of being in that class this year. <laughs> it you. was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I you. loved it. All right, so how we end every podcast is we say, I, I am, am who I am by, by the, the grace, grace of God. God.